Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Marketing Podcast, the podcast for small business owners like you, learning to grow your brick and mortar business in today's online focused world. Now, here are your hosts, partners in life and business, Zach and Brianna Hayden. Welcome back to the Brick and Mortar Marketing Podcast. How's everybody doing? We're doing pretty good over here. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I already knew that, actually, because, you know, I'm here, too. So, um, good episode last week. We're excited uh, to be back this week. Yep, episode four. Is that what it is? I think we're on five. I think this is five. I think so. All right. I probably should double check. Hey, um, if you want, you've got any questions or have anything that you would like us to cover in this podcast, uh, when you're watching the video on our um, Facebook page, um, comment below and we'll uh, send you a message and we'll get um, your your feedback and stuff. If you're listening to the podcast, you got to go over to our Facebook page, Hayden Digital, and uh, watch the podcast there. Or just send us a message there. You could send us a message there. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try some. Uh, I'm gonna try something cool um, with the uh, podcast video this time. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, you won't know what it is until you comment on the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's that for opening a story Interesting. loop? Interesting. One of these. <clears throat> oh man, excuse me. That was unprofessional. One of these episodes, <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about story brand. I okay. love story brand, and I just opened the so story loop for you. Just a little sprinkling yeah. of story. Well, because I opened the story loop um, there with saying, hey, check this out, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. And so now you, you're you forced to, like, I need to know what the end is. Okay, um, But I'm not going to tell you. That, that keeps you in suspense. Um, anyways, we're going to talk about some Facebook etiquette today. So let's get started with some ticks, tips and tactics. Marketing tips and tactics. So, um, Brandon thought we would start with this. I think it's a great idea. Um, it, just it's, it happens all the time, and it it, it bugs this not out of me. Yeah, and it's a, I think it's a real problem. People don't realize that they're doing it. Yes. So why don't you get us started? Um, okay. Some some thoughts about uh, Facebook edit etiquette, and then we're gonna roll that into some really basic talk about um, organic traffic on Facebook. But um, let's start with uh, some some. Uh, courtesy some some things we need to think about (laughs) um i think it's always important to think of yourself as a professional uh when you're online you know whatever you share even on your personal page is a representation of what your business or your company uh also represents so let's say you own a small i don't know a shoe store um and on your personal facebook page you post things that are not entirely clean maybe um you know not suitable for work that kind of thing that could really turn off you know some yeah. some potential customers yeah. um we forget that that we don't really do business with businesses we do business yes, with people yes okay. and we go to the the coffee shop especially small local businesses mm-hmm. where there's one person who is the face of the yeah. entire business or or a couple even mm-hmm. but you don't you know if you see your accountant on facebook you know sharing these rude videos or these just unprofessional you know things. just whining all the time on facebook you go do I eh, maybe I yeah. will look at another account? Do I want to give this guy my money? You know, I mean, and it's not 
can you do it? Yes. No one is saying that you can't do it. Correct. Just Correct. should you be doing it? I think you, you should always take a second. A- anybody, not just business owners. Be- just think before you post something. Yeah. You know? Because is... it's so easy to just share things and think, well, I think that's funny. And I'm, you know, I'm just joking around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, you think, of, you know, nowadays, because everyone is going to go online. Right? We're, we're hiring some... Uh, counselors for our some some coaches for our um summer camp um right now and one of the first things i do when somebody gives me their application or is interested is go to their facebook page and look at it now a lot of them have gotten smarter and they they uh aren't public oh um they they like hide most of their stuff because they don't set it to public which is a smart plan i mean in that um i think uh, you have your right to privacy you have your right to privacy yes but that doesn't mean um, you you should also still make sure you are posting the things that you think are appropriate. You know, I, we see this with like teachers, okay? Like I don't want my kid going to school with this person when I see their Facebook page, yeah. you know, or daycare people or, you know, anything, you somebody at the Y or whatnot. You want to just make sure that you are um, representing, mm-hmm. um, you know what? So I heard this great analogy on um Another podcast. If you if you're really into social media, the Social Media Examiner podcast is fantastic. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, really great. But th- they had a guest on the other day talking about Facebook groups, and she had this great analogy about Facebook. So, um, the Facebook is like uh, uh, the front yard of your house is your Facebook page. Okay. And as a business professional, I think you should think of the front of uh, of your personal profile being a little bit about your front yard too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so people drive by and they see it. Okay. If you got three cars sitting out front, the yard hasn't been mowed forever, people are going to start to judge you a little bit on what might be going on inside the house. Okay. Which may or may not be Might not be true, true or but... even fair, but that's the world yeah. we live in. So... You know, you want your front yard to be mowed and have nice, um, you know, uh, landscaping and, uh, you know, make sure the house is painted and and whatnot. Um, You know, your front yard is more for people to look at. Yes. A Facebook group, which we're not going to talk about groups today, but that is your backyard. That's where the party is. You know, where you invite people over to barbecue. You talk to them more. You know, you interact with them. Not everyone gets to see the the Exactly. Not everybody is invited into the backyard. Mm. And that's what a Facebook group should be. We won't talk about groups today. I'll bring this analogy back up when we talk about Facebook groups. But But that that reminds me that a lot of people use their personal pages to promote their business rather than use their business page to promote their business um like sharing updates like oh the shop will be closed this day and this day or and that's not what your personal page is for your 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 business you should have a business page for that purpose you can share those things on your personal page yes share the business pages Mm -hmm. post yes to your personal profile one of the things that drives me nuts um uh was uh, just an easy like smart thing to be doing um, if you have a business or you work at a business where you are helping to market them or whatever, you want to help that business out, which I hope you all do, <laughs> um, you should make sure that your personal page is connected to your business page. As in, like, I own a martial Ooh. arts school. My profile page, it's the about us section says works at... AT Excellence Martial Arts. So they can click, and that should be a, a link. They can click that. You mean it shouldn't just say martial arts instructor? No. 
It should go right so I can go right to their page yeah, that's what right I from there. Okay, so you need to be able to that that just promotes your page better yeah. because people see you, they're like, hey, who's this? They can see that, and it links right to your 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 official Facebook page. Um, and and like you said, one of the things that your page etiquette should have is make sure that you understand that you're talking to the not just uh, your customer. Yeah but people who are potential customers. Mm -hmm. So uh, back to the group idea is... is But we're not talking about groups today. Well, I know. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. But, um, Another sprinkling of groups we're sprinkling. Well, here's the thing. Facebook page etiquette would say that if I... Let's... I will use my martial arts school as an example. Okay, But we fair. say that... Um, you need to make sure that you wear a specific uniform today. Okay. I don't put that on my public page. No. Because my potential clients, that's the front yard. Yeah. I don't that's I don't need to tell them to yeah. wear a uniform because they don't care. That should be where I communicate with those people in the backyard and say, Hey, make sure you wear this uniform today. And a lot of people on their public Facebook page will talk to the customers in their own dialogue. Like the way that your yeah. culture is. Where so, they're not even adapted to that culture yet. Exactly. So, so they're like, what are you talking about? You're like, hey, we've got a sale on this, this, and this. And me, because I'm a potential customer, but not a customer yet, goes, I don't even know what those are. Yeah. I, yeah. You're using the terms that I don't know. You're acting like they've already been invited to the backyard. Yes. And, and you want to make sure that you are remembering that the Facebook page, your page should be um, – Helping other people learn about you, um, become customers. Once they are customers, there should be other communication methods with yes. them. Yes. Right? Um, messenger, groups, you know, email, text, those kind of things. The Facebook page is more of a billboard. It's more of a yard sign. A yard sign. Those kind of things. We're going. Um, I wish I gave that lady credit for her analogy because it's great. Yeah. No, that is. So, so I think on, on your page and your, your personal profile, remembering that, um, and if you want to stay, uh, you know, relevant and if you want Facebook to stay relevant as a platform, stop whining on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people love Instagram. Instagram is growing because you don't go, I, I could pull up Instagram right now. No one's whining on it. Yeah. Well, not much. For the most part. A little stories now or a little bit, but not, I mean, most of it's. Cool pictures, cool Which videos, is another reason that cool. your business might think about having an Instagram page. You need an Instagram page, I'm just saying. Um, any other um, tips on, like, uh, um, etiquette? Um, I think it's important to, if you're going to have customers, well, first of all, you need to decide if you're going to have customers as friends on your, on your Facebook page. Because... Small businesses, you know, you get used to, you build relationships with, with your customers um, and you have to come to a point where you decide, hey, I am going to, I get a request from a customer, I'm going to add them or no, I'm going to keep that mm -hmm. completely um, separate. Like I know t-shirts that have a personal philosophy or even a corporate wide philosophy that, you know, yeah. I, I'm not friends with any parents on Facebook, which is not a bad idea. Um, 
I know some companies that say that I there was a company here in town, and I don't know if this is still their their rule, but you weren't allowed to have a Facebook page, hmm. which to me was crazy. I, I I think that is that might be overreach. I think that I think that is a little uh, too much. I think uh, bigger companies can empower them their employees to be ambassadors for their yes. business yes, online. Definitely, um, but you do want to make sure that you are a good representation mm-hmm. for the company as well. I know martial arts uh, school owners or instructors that have said up um, two Facebook pages, one for being oh. friends with their students and people and one that's separate. I don't like that philosophy personally. It seems a little sneaky. That's the thing. If you... That's just from my point of view. I don't like... Um, and maybe it's because of the industry. For me personally, if I'm talking about integrity and, and respect and courtesy, and I'm afraid of what parents are going to see on my personal one, uh, maybe I shouldn't be doing that anyways. That's my own personal uh, thought. But, you know, I think you do need to be aware of um, whether you do friend people. That's a great point. Which is totally up to you. And it's it's totally up to you what you share on your personal page. But just be be smart, be mindful. You know, you're representing more than just yourself. Mm -hmm. Be aware that um, whether you think it's fair or not, your interactions online will be judged. Yeah. Um, and those will be tied often to your employer or your business if you are the the business owner. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so let's let's transition over to some organic Yay! post ideas. So organic. When I say organic, um, I had a, a meeting with a client um, last week, and they were. I had to make sure I clarified what I meant by organic. That means non GMO, <laughs> grass fed. Yes, there, it's all organic, free range um, content. It's, it is the content that you put on your Facebook page um, every day or hopefully every day. It's the, the, the pictures, the posts, the updates that you put on your business's Facebook page. You are not boosting them. You are not There's no money put behind it. putting money behind it. It is what you post on your page. And that the percentage of people who – of your fans that see that is low. Yeah. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. There are lots of reasons that you should continue to have good organic posts and great organic content will be rewarded in the newsfeed. It will get seen more, still not by everybody because Facebook wants you to pay, (laughs) but it will also make it cheaper to do ads if you have great organic posts. Right, which we've mentioned in previous episodes. Yes. So what makes good organic posts? I'm not going to lie. I make some some pretty good. I was on fire today with my content creation. You were? I was yeah. gone, so I didn't get to yeah. see it, but I'll see it as it comes out. It was it was like a solid two hour, hours of just like boom, boom, boom. So what – what uh, so organic posts should go by Gary V's philosophy. If you've never heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, he's a, a very famous social media guy, um, runs a big, giant marketing agency, um, started with – uh, his family's wine business and learned how to sell well, wine I didn't know online. I started with wine. Yeah, um, huge. And uh, he has this philosophy in a book called "Jab, Jab, Jab, Right Hook." Okay. The idea here is that your organic content should not be salesy, salesy, salesy. Buy this, buy this. No buy one this. wants to see that. But okay? that doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel no. natural. Because Facebook is a place that I come to to see what people are doing. Not a place that I come to to go, what am I going to buy today? Yeah, it's not a store. It's not. And you people don't, go don't there want to, it to be. That specific, interrupts yeah. people's... Um, and it's off-putting. I mean, why Why do you want to continue to follow a page that is just 
has no interest in telling you what they're about. Exactly. They just, they just want to get your money. And it goes right back to people don't do business with businesses. They do business with people. people. They want to know about the brand. They want to know about the company. They want to know other things. So educating, um, entertaining, and enlightening your um, potential customers or your current customers is what your organic post should do. So um, quotes uh, that uh, make them laugh or make them think if it's in with your business. Pictures, uh, behind the scenes pictures are great. Behind the scenes video is fantastic. Um, Profiles of of certain products, not selling them, but just showing them about them, maybe Mm -hmm. how it's made, what it's doing. Again, just telling the story. Exactly. Telling the story of who you are, what you're about. People want to know what you're about. Um, that's the kind of content. And and what we do and what we suggest other people do is that you sit down and schedule a week, two weeks, a month of content at once. Yeah. Or the organic content. Um, we do that for clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, uh, advising a client right now and getting them on a system because where they will set up. That can be hard. It, yeah, well, because what happens is as a business owner, you don't go throughout the day and go – yeah. Oh, when, when can I post content? Yeah. What happens is you get to the end of the day and go, crap. Yeah. I didn't post anything on Facebook or Instagram. Or today. I did really good for these first five days and then the rest of the month just. Because you forget. There's other, there's so yes, much other stuff that's going so on. There's so much more to do. People if, think they can do it. And if you, unless you purposefully set aside a time every day. Yeah. Where you have a break. Who has a break? And I, I know, <laughs> I know some people who do that and they, they've got some great content, but they've, it is so ingrained in the philosophy of how they do business. And that's, that's awesome. what they do. Yeah. Exactly. But for most small business owners um, who digital is uh, like, they're like, oh, I know we need to do this, but I don't know how and I don't know what I'm doing. Schedule a week of posts, you know, two weeks to post. Um, and it doesn't graphics, even have to be every day. If pictures, you want to start out small. Yeah. A couple of, I suggest if you can every day, one post every day. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you can test that. There is no, don't listen to anyone who says there's a hard and fast rule. This is how every business should do it. Cause that's not true. Um, you got to test what works for you. A couple times a day, once a day, once every other day, doesn't matter. What's more important than every day is good content. Yeah. So every day, bad content is worse than three times a week, really good content. You know, something you that's really engaging. Those interactions. People. Otherwise, it's just going to stay hidden in the newsfeed. Exactly. No one's going to like it. No one's going to look at it. So I suggest scheduling out a week or two weeks, but then throughout the week, you are like, ooh, that's a good picture and take that or, hey, we can video this Mm -hmm. and then go live with that or post it right then. So you know if if I – my week is crazy and I just never get to posting something. I still had stuff come out all week. But hopefully then you intersperse some – more um right away content you know that's like this is happening right now so i'm going to post this right now but you still have this base of content that is getting done whether you're watching or not Mm -hmm. and and one of my favorite things about organic content is that i mean the same with with ads but you can look and see just how many people have seen it how many Mm -hmm. Not necessarily engagements you can see engagements but then how many people have seen it and thinking like oh that's this kind of post does better than this one. Uh, people and, like yeah. 
like these kind of images more than these. And that's or... different for every business. Yes. That's why you shouldn't listen to somebody who says, hey, do this. No. Go, you do your post schedule you. and then go back to your insights. Like maybe once a month, go to your insights and go, hey, these posts did horribly. I'm not going <laughs> to do that kind again. Or these did amazing. Time of day. Yeah. You got to play with time of day depending on your business. Yeah. And I that's another thing I suggest. It, it's... It's kind of one of those uh, chicken or the egg things because mm-hmm. you start posting and you post it this time every day and it's the only thing you post. Yeah. And then that's when people are seeing it because it's the only time you post. Yeah. But then playing with it and, and, and changing some times and seeing if there's a better time. Uh, on your Facebook page, when you go to the Insights tab, there's a lot of great data there you can use to help figure out what kind of organic um, content looks good, what time of day you should post it, what days of the week you can post yeah. that are more important. Um, so that's, I think, really important then too. I think Facebook organic traffic um, or organic posts, I would go once a day, twice a day, um, depending on the kind of business you're running. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Instagram, if you're going to do organic Instagram, I really think you need to do two to three times a day. Yeah. I mean, Instagram, the feed is in the, faster. In There's, the algorithm. It, it, it's a lot different yeah. there. Um, and then we're not today topic, um, but stories, we'll have to talk about stories a whole nother time. More stories sprinkle for you. Yep. So, um, I think that gives you some good tips on this week's, uh, kind of what to look at for your own personal Facebook organic traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, don't expect amazing, necessarily amazing results from your organic traffic. Yeah, you're not going to get tons of leads by posting. Not necessarily. Yeah, There are a few people out there that have such amazing organic traffic that it gets shared and it's just, Mm -hmm. it builds a lot. They build a huge following, but that's not. It should not replace paid advertising. Yeah, not at all. But it needs to be part of paid advertising. It needs to be part of your strategy. Um, Definitely. Okay, let's go to our book review section. Book review. So last week we uh, started talking about the book um, um, "Never Lose a Customer Again" by Joey Coleman, uh, yes, and we, did. we talked about the assess phase. Is the first phase of the customer journey that um, we want to make sure that we're doing a great job of um, interacting with the customer, making sure that we are. Um, paying attention to the experience that someone is having in that phase. So now we're going to go to the admit phase. This is the second phase in the process. So let me read you a little bit here. The admit phase of the customer experience occurs when the prospect transitions to customer by giving you their hard-earned money. They admit they have a problem that they think you can solve. This triggers the start of the first 100 days with day one, the purchase. Day one. At this point of the life cycle, the customer feels a sense of hope and possibility for the results they will obtain with your product and or service offerings. The chemical reaction in the brain affirms their choice with a dopamine release, producing a high energy that may or may not be perceptible to the customer. So this is what's important here is that the person has said, yes, I think you can solve my problem. I think this is the way to go. And they're excited by making that choice. They click the order button or they've stopped in and they're like, yeah, let's do this. And so then they're really excited. The problem is that if they then don't hear from you for a while, that excitement goes away and then dread comes and they're like, are, I made the wrong choice. What's happening? What I? Should I not do this? Mm-hmm. They, I haven't heard from them. 
Um, Are they just taking my money? Yes. You need so you need to reaffirm their um, their buying in to your yeah. uh, sale or whatever it might be. Um, and in each of these uh, phases, you can interact with the customer in different ways. So the you know in person you know obviously is good, but um, one thing that we do. Uh, for the martial arts school is as soon as someone signs up for a trial on our website, I will send them a text message um, with a short video from me that says, hey, thanks for um, wanting more information and, and, and joining our trial program. One of our staff members will be reaching out to you really soon to book your first class. So they have pressed the button online and then, they and, get then that like, and then they're like, you know, if you let them go too long and they don't get a call or whatever, they start getting nervous. They email and like, hey, what's going on? Am yeah. I going to, how do I get this going? So this way we use a different and a more um, unusual communication tool with them. So then they're really like, oh, oh that was cool. The, the head guy just sent me a video that said that was personalized. It's yeah. not the same video. It's to them every time, you know, individual each time that says, hey, um, one of our staff members is going to be reaching out. So I've got a staff member who, uh, as soon as a lead comes in, I send it over to her. She has this whole process that I've laid out. And um, she's very good at it. Very good at it. And she sends me on my task list, hey, you need to send this video. And I record it right then, send it off. Um, and we've got good results with that. Um, then we usually text them, email them, call them, whatever we yeah. need to to get a hold of them to stay book. in contact. But that's that. You want to um, acknowledge that they have admitted they have a problem, they've bought in. What are you going to do right away to get that going? Yeah. So, which if you're not doing something right away, do you, do you need customers? <laughs> yeah. Do you do? Unless you're really busy with all your other customers, yeah. you know you shouldn't. You should never leave a customer just just hanging. Like if you were, you know, at a counter at a I don't know, let's say a coffee shop or an ice cream shop or a restaurant or something, and they just left you. And they just, you know, by. you're you're waiting in line, and the waitress says, "Oh, let me take your order," and then she just walks away. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Well, I know we have gotten students. I have gotten students at, at our martial arts school specifically because they said, you're the first person who actually answered the phone, wow. you know, or actually responded to our email. They called three or four She's other like, people oh, and we're the first ones. And that already, like, you you responded. We're going to, you know, give you the, our money. Um, Which is scary that Yeah, that's not a priority. Yeah, it's tough. Um, so anyways, uh, we will continue through those um, phases. That's the second phase. Um, again, I, I highly recommend you pick up the book, um, Never Lose a Customer Again, um, or just keep listening to the podcast and you'll basically get the idea by that. But um, um, it's a great book. Definitely check it out. Where can uh, they subscribe to this fair podcast? Oh, great question. iTunes, Stitcher, I believe on Spotify, uh, yes. um, Google Play, I think is the name of that Android thing. I don't know very well. I don't do Android. Um, so for you people that, that don't have the time to watch the video or listen to the video, download the podcast, subscribe. Yes. Yeah. Tell us how we sound if you listen on time and a half speed, because that's how I listen to all my podcasts. And uh, I've never listened to myself on time and a half speed. You probably talk really fast. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, they get used to it. When you listen time and half speed, you get used to it. Okay. Anything else, 
I was going to call you Mrs. Hayden. You That's were, our Taekwondo you thing. Were. Um, Brianna. Um, I don't think so. I think that's it. That's uh, some great tips, some really good actionable items for you to take today. Don't forget that if you want to see my special surprise, yeah, you got to head over to um, Facebook if you're not watching this on Facebook right now comment and comment below and see if you get something cool. Hmm. Okay, try it out. Okay. While you're there on Facebook, you should uh, assess your Facebook etiquette. You should, yeah. Check out your Facebook edit. Look through your feed and be like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have posted that. Maybe. We've all done that. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, here's what uh, my suggestion. If you have that temptation to post it, go over to Twitter and post it there. <laughs> no one will read it. That's what I do. I How just go to Twitter. <laughs> you can... They lost a bunch of data recently. Like, so it's just got everything safe. There we go. It's all gone. Facebook ain't losing your data. No. They might sell it to somebody, but. No. Whole different story. Okay, we're out. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye.